Hello and welcome to the uplevelmind.com podcast. My name is Drasco and I'm your host for this Real Talk segment where each episode I bring on a heart-centered entrepreneur and live on the call coached him through one central question. Are my business problems actually me problems? In that, I help them uncover why despite knowing all of the business strategies and having done all of the business courses, they are unable to get past their current revenue plateau. Each guest leaves with a deeper understanding of what inner narratives and patterns they need to overcome to realize their next revenue milestone. Without further ado, here's today's guest. Today's guest is Helena Cariosa, uh, who is a true Renaissance woman as the founder of three businesses, as well as a spiritual life and business coach who elevates creative entrepreneurs and companies. Uh, she works as a catalyst for intuitive and human potential where creative and uh, fashion professionals, along with SMEs, can reach their goal of a more sustainable future and do this while aligning with the flow of life to essentially thrive. So Helena, thank you very much for being on. How are you today? Thank you very much for that introduction. <laughs> I'm very uh, good. You, very you're good. very welcome. I mean, it's 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 an impressive bio. Uh, anybody who comes on here that's saying, you know, that they've started three businesses and, and, and are doing cool things. Um, <laughs> it's always a good to, to have as a guest. So I'd love for you to just break down for us, you know, what is your journey to, to going into three business and, and having such a heart-centered mission. Um, floor is yours for that. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, so where do I start? <laughs> so basically, I started with fashion um, in back in Bogota, Colombia. And then I moved to Paris, where I carry on studying fashion for three years. Uh, I lived there. And then I moved to the UK, where I started my own fashion label. It's a small fashion label of uh, slow fashion. And then I was seeing how the waste of the company, uh, the waste was, um, it was really bothering me that it was creating. So then I created another project that um, collects the waste and creates objects and art. So nothing, exactly nothing goes to waste. So we like to create circular economy. Uh, so I was collecting the waste from the, my colleagues that were throwing things away and my waste. So, I mean, at some point it became crazy to be honest. So I was making really big pieces uh, full of it. And so that's one of the, the projects that is called Circo Projecto. And then I also do a bit of art. And some of this art was from this waste. So again, on the same circle. And then three years ago, I started um, as a life coach, life and business coach. And it has been an amazing journey. Yeah. So that's where I am today. Beautiful. I mean, it's such a, you know, like there's always that story of like, you're going to looking back, like you can kind of connect the dots, but I'm assuming in those moments, it's like very move to one country, move to another country, do this, do that. You know, it's just like you're following the strings yeah. that are in front of you. And I think that's, Super cool and is super reflective of, of so many entrepreneurs' journey. So just to then bring that to the present, what is, I guess, out of all of those businesses, which is the one that you're having most challenges in that you wanted to bring today? So the one that I'm going to bring today is probably the coaching, um, the coaching uh, business. Uh, 
um, because it, again, it's it's been only three years, and and I absolutely love it. It feels really like a calling, but obviously it's, it has its challenges, and uh, we are not all born business savvy. So I do love entrepreneurship. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce that, and so I love a lot of parts from that. But that doesn't mean that you are good at it or anything. And I am more of a creative mind anyway. So. So it's kind of trying to find that balance has been has been a challenge to be honest um yeah so. okay perfect so what is the challenge that you're experiencing in the coaching business challenges challenges sure challenges, you can yeah. br bring them all in here that, that's fine no i'm just kidding uh well the main challenge is i mean as often and, and that happens to when i speak to many coaches is it's finding your clients or how they can find you as well uh in a nice organic way because there are a lot of techniques and tools out there everybody has their own master technique of how to do this but um something that aligns with me that is kind of again more organic more authentic that has been kind of for me the 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 challenge to find that through all the noise because there's so much information of how to do it what you should do what you shouldn't do so it's again and i work with intuition it's kind of with my intuition trying to work out which one is the one that i want to do and and some things has worked but discovering some patterns that i have like i love creating things but then i put it there and then i run away <laughs> and so it's not sufficient of course to make it work and and i have kind of this impatience uh side of me that i just wanted to work quickly and if it doesn't then i move to the next idea and i'm i'm not short of ideas but obviously you can i cannot just create create and build and build and not put it out there as it should be so that's me being the challenge <laughs> that's why yeah right so then just to kind of make sure that i've heard you correctly so you know that this business the coaching there's a deeper reason why you're like attracted to it right like i i want to do this for for a deeper reason that that fills my soul i think that part's pretty clear and in order to do that i need people to do it with and i'm having a hard time either finding those people or mattering to the people that that need me most and in that process i've tried to figure out how to do that but and this is the part that i'm going to ask you for some more clarity on is it i've tried a lot of things and a lot of things don't align with me or is it i've not been able to find the thing just by like looking out into the marketplace and seeing what aligns with me or i just try my own thing but it doesn't really work so then i doubt do i need like another thing or is it none of those and something specific to you? Like, can you just elaborate a little bit more on that piece? It's kind of a little bit of all. <laughs> it's kind of a little bit of all because I mean, now I have taken some actions and the actions that I've taken are gonna take a little bit longer. So I have found, you know, beauty, I've worked with beautiful clients already, but how to find that constant uh, flow of clients, that's the part that is challenging. So right now I've started writing which was very scary for me. And I've started a, recently I started a podcast, which was completely very, very scary for me. <laughs> so I started these two things. So little by little that would put kind of my work out there. So now let's say 
I need to promote them, which I haven't done so much. I put on my social media and again, I go away. And, and what else I've been doing? And, and a lot of the tools that I've heard, it just really doesn't resonate with me. They're either very aggressive, very, or very, how can I say, there's a lot of things like you should do, there's a lot of pressure in it. And I really, the word organic for me is my dream to find that organic thing, which I think with the articles and the podcast feels organic to me because it's about sharing ideas and I love sharing ideas more than just spending my time creating posts or, yeah, I don't know. So, and another thing that I've, everybody suggests is to start talking to people. And, and it's always daunting that initial connection with them, with what reason, for what reason. And that's the part also that puts me off a lot doing it. So it feels kind of not authentic for me. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Got it. Okay. So how do you feel when you create art? I'm, I'm in flow. I love it. It just makes me happy and it's exciting. I love to create new things. This is the thing. I love creating new things. So getting stuck in only one, it's, 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 it's a challenge. But yeah, I feel like I go into flow. I feel um, it excites me. I'm repeating myself, <laughs> but I don't know. I'm trying to find something different. Um, okay. I mean, if, if it's that, it's that. I mean, it's up to yeah, you. But, let's yeah. give it a that. Yeah. Okay. And how many people see your art? Not many. I've done some exhibitions, but they're just small exhibitions. Yeah. And if you look at all of the art you've created in your life, what's the percentage of art that you just enjoy creating for yourself versus art that you share with people um i've shared it i've shared it all with people is that the question i've everything that i've created i share it it's just like as always i just kind of put it on the website and then i move on to the next one i don't really stay with it and promote it and promote it and show it more so i show it once that's enough next so do you show it and actively show it or do you just post and hope that it, somebody sees it exactly <laughs> okay. so is that really showing like is it a real honest effort to show your art no okay and in terms of feeling where do you feel more alive creating the art or showing the art how creating the art of course yeah okay yeah Which i mean it's really exciting let's say if it's an exhibition or if i do fashion doing the catwalk or the photo shoot it's super exciting really exciting but i last like five minutes um okay yeah so it's an exciting high burns out really quickly and then yeah. off it goes okay yeah. and also when i ask you the question about the percentages like you didn't really give me a concrete percentage. Yeah. Like your brain went to, well, yeah, I do, I, of course. Because it's like, we started this conversation by first saying, when you create art, do you show it? No, I don't really show it. Okay, what percentage do you show versus not show? Well, no, I show all of it, right? So there's there's also a disconnect there with regards to how your brain is processing yeah. your association with showing, posting, exhibiting, yeah. It's not 100% clear from the outside looking in. So before I go on, what lands for you there? Um, 
<laughs> I, it won't, I don't know. It's, um, yeah, maybe that I'm not, that I kind of, I, I don't focus on what I need to focus or um, I just change it to the way I want to change it, but I don't see it the way it is or the way it has to be. I don't know weird things are coming to my mind <laughs> but that's fair right like it, like do you see how the sense of lack like there's a lack of clarity yeah around how i actually feel about this yeah right okay so yeah, yeah. the reason that i ask you these questions is there's a part of you that is extremely genuine and obvious that like i, I love to create i i'm in my complete flow an authentic self when I'm in the mode of creation. Yeah. Everything that you describe about going public, the activities needed to really be visible is 110% creation. So I am okay to create, and I will use the words in hiding, and I don't I don't believe you hide, but like let, let, let's just say in the shadows yeah. but in the spotlight that's hit and miss especially for something that is me and you can correct me if i'm wrong here like uh, my coaching is me like i'm selling me whereas potentially if i'm selling an art piece or fashion it is me but it is me through yeah. the medium yeah so it's one step removed yeah right? like the light is on the thing that i created it's not on me yeah, that was very comfortable. Yes. More comfortable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So now with the coaching, it's very scary too, because that's one of my fears to put myself on the spotlight. Okay. So do you see how fear of being in the spotlight mm -hmm. is going to create a lot of friction when I'm trying to find the marketing tactic, all of which are going to make me visible? but I don't align with any single one of them. Yeah. So could it be that maybe you actually align with a lot of them, but you're distorting your view with all of them because you're fearful of the outcome of doing it properly? A hundred percent. There's a, there's a percentage. <laughs> okay. Right. okay, then there's a percent, fair enough. So what's, well, okay, so actually let's rewind. So why don't you tell me, why don't you summarize your realization there like what did you think the problem was what came up at, at this stage that the, which is which is probably what we what we mentioned it's um because there is the, the fear that i have to to put myself on the spotlight it's actually yeah distorting the the view of these other opportunities that might be there that can work for me um, because the fear is doesn't let me see other way around it or don't let me let me see yeah this try these opportunities um, that also if they work then that brings that could bring success and that's something that i i i don't i, I was gonna say i used to be afraid but there might be some so <laughs> some things that are remaining although um, i feel a lot better with it like before i was really not comfortable with the idea and that was i was so happy to be in the shadows 
So, yes, that that fear of being in the spotlight is definitely reducing my 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 opportunities. Got it. And maybe to just add nuance to that, mm -hmm. I have gotten somewhat comfortable with the spotlight on my creations, but I have not healed the part of me that is fearful of being seen when the spotlight is on me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's still, but I've taken the two big steps that I think is part of the healing because the writing, uh, the writing in a little bit, but also, but mostly the podcast was a huge step for that huge, huge step because it's really putting my ideas out there. And so, I had a lot of fear before doing it, <laughs> but I really felt again kind of a pull to do it um, that I wasn't expecting. So, so I've taken that big step into saying, and you know, I did it, and then like, you know, it's okay. And through doing it, I've healed a lot. That you know, it's gonna be fine. It's okay. I'm safe. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. And I commend you for that because it, it, it's a step into embodying the courage to like move past his fear so I, I i'm not discounting that and it's 100 percent. this is more about just looking at okay where is it still present and where is it acting up so how would you word this as a problem inside of your business <laughs> oh wow um wow. well the problem will be that because of that fear, then I am not, I'm, I'm basically not promoting at all my business. I'm a little bit, but not, not enough. Um, so it's not allowing really people to find me because I am not putting myself out there um yeah and i kind of really like this idea of people finding the information connecting with the information and then wanting to connect with you more than we chasing people yeah i really like the idea of of them finding me but at the same time I, i'm not putting myself out <laughs> so that's the problem yeah right so going <laughs> back to yeah, sorry, go ahead i'm realizing this actually i never saw it that way that I really, actually, I really prefer when they find, again, my content and then they want to work with me. I love that. I would love that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So going back to I'm an intuitive entrepreneur, I want to be in flow and create, and I would love to matter to the people that need me most. but all these marketing tactics don't resonate with me and there's so many of them and it's overwhelming yet the most obvious one that is fully in line with your creative artistic self which is i put my creations out there for people to find me is the one you are most fearful of actually doing <laughs> yes how great <laughs> right so yeah. What does that tell you about how you've been trying to solve this problem? 
Yeah, well, um, well, that's why I'm in a loop, basically, because I am not really, um, how can I say, because I didn't have this, I mean, I think this was a, a important thing to see it in this way. Now I realize that I was not doing the right things to solve it. I mean, the right things that, that were more, that excite me more, more, were more in alignment with me, which is what I just mentioned. But just put it in that way just meant a lot, actually. Yeah. Okay. And what 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 comes up when you say it meant a lot? Um, because I think that's the the organic part that I was talking about. That when we talk about organic marketing, sort of that there are many ways, there are many things. It's a range of of things we can talk about. But that one felt really organic and really authentic and really um, exciting because I love the idea of inspiration and inspiring people. And so if, if someone finds the contact, gets inspired, that is amazing. Whether they contact me or not, it's okay. But if let's say they get inspired, I'm already, I'm realizing this now, kind of, I'm already giving something that for me is important and it's to inspire, to empower people again. Uh, obviously, we love to work with them, but again, if they take that with them, that's already beautiful. And I'm and I hadn't hadn't seen that. I hadn't seen marketing in that way. <laughs> and I think I like seeing it in this more holistic, kind of nice way, rather than the more aggressive things that normally comes to me. Like, uh, yeah, right. So it kind of sounds to me like the vision here is like if I could create my marketing to be my art then it would be an authentic expression of myself yeah and that sounded really cool how you put it yeah okay cool. <laughs> yeah so like the marketing we, creation sorry say that again the marketing like the the creatives of like what you put out yeah like the marketing the the way i marketed it becomes a creation in itself correct like that that becomes your digital art yeah let's put it like a digital art exactly yeah correct so if we then go back to kind of the core of this which is this fear of shining what's so scary about shining <laughs> oh a lot of things <laughs> <laughs> um, usually it is yes yeah, of course. Well, you know, I've I've traced plenty, plenty of things back childhood, of course. Um, but and and there's always the core that we all have about, and is the one for me. There are two things with the shining. One is you suddenly there's a lot of expectations there, a lot more expectations, and I think that one is is the heaviest for me. The expectations that maybe people are gonna put then and then that I put on myself as well, both ways, and having to meet those expectations. So that's why every time I always did very well on something, and people noticed, suddenly I became the worst. Um, mm. I, was, uh, I had coaching sessions on that because <laughs> it was kind of what's going on with me. I was re doing really well, they noticed, and suddenly I was the worst in the class of whatever. Um, 
so there's expectations and on the other side i think it comes from when i was little you know of having people maybe feeling envious uh and then if they're envious and they will reject you and then it's kind of that memory emotion of rejection that is attached to that that i've i've pointed out as well yeah those are kind of the two moments so it kind of sounds like this is very much a protective pattern like when uh, i shine there's like a turtle response like i just retract back in my shell yes right just like with the whole art thing yeah, yeah like i i love making it but then like let me just throw it out there and i don't know it'll do whatever it's gonna do and it's like all like I, I will like it's kind of like i'll throw it into the light while i run back into the backstage and like hide absolutely that's my yeah. goal yeah okay so <laughs> if you look at that now as the pattern right mm -hmm. zooming out again how is this a problem inside of your business sorry say that again so like if, if we zoom out now like you kind of see the pattern itself this has been a lifelong pattern i've addressed it in certain contexts but now it's it's stopping the the growth i'm experiencing in my business okay how would you define it as a problem inside of your business how would i define it as a problem um well, it's it's a problem because how can I have a business that nobody knows anything about? So then, um, it's a problem, especially with not with both actually with the art and with coaching it will be the same. No, it's not. Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's it. I mean, the problem is. That I am, I'm not allowing myself to express myself, to express fully, let's say, to because I do it, but in kind of inwards or in safe spaces. But it's kind of express myself now in a more broader space, and that that is limiting not only me but my business as well. Okay, so that's limiting my business in terms of the problems you mentioned before right so nobody like a business nobody knows anything about yeah. if i don't promote anything then people can't find me so it's limiting yeah. my business growth yes okay yes. and in what ways is that limiting your business growth more than finding the right strategy or doing the right marketing tactic um Well, because it's the same. What's if if I don't want to put myself out there, then no tactic and no strategy is gonna be worth <laughs> worth of using, right? Correct. So it's right. if I'm fearful of using the tool, yeah, somebody can give me the best tool, I yeah. will not use it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, do you see the connection between, like you said, okay, I've been working on this for three years. And in those three years, clearly you, you've overcome or come to a lot of different marketing tactics. Some you feel are aggressive, some you feel are organic, some are in between, some I kind of tried. You see how that, that is a search for tools. Like what is the right tool that's going to make me feel safe to never shine is essentially what your subconscious was asking the whole time. 
right? <laughs> yeah. And that's why I'm, I'm, I was asking this because it's like, how is this a problem? And what it sounds like is right now, I'm spending a lot of energy searching for tools. Well, as the tool facilitator, I'm actually scared to use any tool. Yes. Yes. Okay. So what lands for you there? Wow. That well, the best part, the best part, the highlight was like how I was finding tools that actually that will not allow that will not allow me to shine. So that because they were safe. I was finding probably tools that were safe. Um, I mean, in a, to be fair as well to myself as well, I've only started kind of really promoting like a year and a half because before I was just learning and practicing. Okay, but even just pause right there. Yes. It is, it is fair, right? Like out of the three years that I mentioned, half of it was spent like learning my craft. Absolutely yeah. fair. Yeah. However, yeah <laughs> there is part of my brain that is willing to accept 18 months of following the exact same pattern of limitation and just discount it as oh no but it's okay like it's it's fine right yeah. Yeah. and i only bring that up as like a potential red flag of like is this really the standard that is going to elevate you to transcend this fear and step into your highest self and have that vision of marketing as art or is that the standard and attitude that's maybe at some point going to make you slowly creep up to that bit yeah yeah right so yeah. what's coming up for you there yeah no absolutely it's it's um it's kind of that dangerous line of um of not letting again my brain fall into into the same trap as we were we were just talking um i guess i guess i don't see perhaps um, please correct me what you say but i don't see perhaps anything wrong finding a good strategy that is little by literally in a safe way but takes me out but as, as at least that is taking me out more right um which is probably when i that's why when i talk about the podcast it's kind of that slow slow bringing myself out in a safer way right yes yeah and then but obviously not saying just there because there are other things that i want to do or offer that might require maybe uh other techniques other tools correct so I actually agree with you on that. And there is a nuance that I, I would invite you to also consider is that is just a better version of looking at the tools. And, mm -hmm. and here's what I mean, right? You spent a year and a half looking for the marketing tactic or the tool that's essentially going to keep my wounding safe and never allow me to shine. Mm -hmm. You recognize, okay, well, that's a problem. That's not going to work because I still don't show up. Mm -hmm. Starting the podcast, doing the writing, mm -hmm. absolutely are the steps in the right direction because by virtue of doing them, you will get exposure to healing this fear, mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. The consequence of that is you can heal that particular context just like you did with the art and the fashion 
I've done it enough times, so like I've proven to my system it's not scary. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you can go down that road, and like you said, that's a slow road that requires a lot of repetition. That's going to require a lot of exposure to rejection, meaning you're going to hear a lot of crickets early on <laughs> to this, and that's natural. It's a normal part of this process. Mm -hmm. The reason why I'm adding the nuance that that's just another way to find a better tool is when I asked you about the fear of shining, right? You were talking about, okay, so I have these expectations of that people have on me and that I have on myself when I show up. Soon as people notice, I retract. So like that turtling pattern, right? People will be envious and they will reject me. The core issues that powers the fear isn't addressed no matter how much exposure you get comfortable with. It's like, I, I get better at using the tools. I will probably have some results using the tools, yeah. but it's like a, it's a gamble on whether that is going to be enough exposure or the exposure will be done in a way that'll actually heal the core wounding. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I mean, what we're talking about here is that we need to heal the, the wound first and foremost. Correct. And I knew as a coach, you would understand that. The, the reason why I wanted to break it down for you like that is to just point out where your brain defaults to. It defaults to another tool and it defaults to discounting the actual impact of this, right? Like what I told you about the 18 months. That's cool. Like, yeah, 18 months of just kind of like where we're kind of like making baby steps. No problem. Like we, we can do this like 10 more years. You know what I mean? Like I know it sounds funny and silly when it's reflected back. Yeah, But the reason that I'm pointing it out to you is like, what could you have done in 18 months if you really lived marketing is my art and did it visibly in the same way that you do it privately? Like, would you be in the same spot in the next 18 months? No, no, I don't think so. No. I don't think so either. Because yeah. when you speak about creation, like your, your, your whole energy lights up. Yeah. When you speak about visibility, it's the exact opposite. No, of course. But in, to, to agree to also one of your points about the core wound, wounding, all, all this time as well has been about healing that as much as possible. Right? And right now I'm telling the story and I'm bringing everything that I, I, I'm feeling and stuff like that at those moments. But... If I hadn't like healed a lot of that, I wouldn't have done the podcast. Yes, at all, hundred percent. And right now, it's probably can because the exciting thing is now because I am that moment where I can sense that you know I'm safe. It's fine. I've survived many things in my life. This is not gonna kill me. This is okay, right? And now I have my circle. I have. I have myself most of foremost, and I know I can survive these things, but I needed to acknowledge all that, go through all that process. And that's why for me, it feels like the, the podcast is the catalyst of now me saying exactly what you're saying. So now we're not gonna do another 18 months like that because now that this is kind of open up, so now I can, um, be open to to these new tools that we're talking about again as long as they're in alignment with me as long as they are not not feeding the fear but just in alignment and not uh yeah 
and in, in a fun way because i want to make it fun i don't want to a lot of people around me do the marketing with pain and they're stressed i don't want that so so as long as i find something fun that doesn't fear my feet my fear because i was put on that you said you can you know i have to be something that keeps me in the cocoon or that fear but is that is fun and it's in alignment then yeah and that's this is the moment that hopefully that's going to change moving forward but but you've pointed a lot of really good things to think about yeah sure and i i do agree with her and the progress you have made on your own like that needs to be acknowledged right and i know that in a container like this like my job is to you know microscope and nitpick at the um, way that things are showing up like yeah. right now right so yeah. i'm not at all discounting the progress that you've made or the good decisions to transcend these aspects right so 100 percent, i acknowledge you for it and I applaud you for bringing that to the table as well, because it is extremely relevant. This is more about given the current landscape, given what surfaced right now, these are the things that I see and that could ultimately just reinforce the same pattern as opposed to give you the space to actually move into transcending all of this. So yeah, does no, that distinction make sense? No, absolutely. And I love it. And I just wanted to point out. So, um, so, but I know I love that you, I love that you're challenging every little bit of it because I love that. So, and I need that. So, no, please carry on with that. I just wanted to kind of for myself, like, no, but come on. It's uh, that, yeah, I mean, that makes but, me very popular. So, yeah. 100%. <laughs> kind of, so we know so you know as well what has happened as well you have the full picture of of the thing yeah 100 percent. so the only other part i wanted to just circle back to is when you mentioned okay so one of the problems here is like i'm not allowing myself to essentially express myself authentically and to express myself fully that's obviously limiting my business growth uh you also mentioned it's limiting my personal growth okay so in what ways is that problem of not fully expressing yourself in your business also limiting your personal growth well in the personal growth because in a way um we come back to to that wound right the more we run away from it with these techniques that we create as humans to protect ourselves is it's not healing that and the moment we heal that fully or the yeah fully is is we are growing but sometimes in order to heal it, we need to actually go through the situation so we see that it's okay and there's nothing to fear about. Um, and that's when taking ourselves out of that comfort zone, it's a moment of growth, personally and as a business and as an entrepreneur as well. So it's finding those moments of, of taking myself out of that, of that safety, safety net that i've created for myself but it's like acknowledging these patterns because sometimes even if like i was saying like no okay I'm, I'm starting to do this there are also sometimes patterns which that's why it was really cool to talk to you so that you you can spot other patterns that might be running that because we are so familiar to them we don't realize that they are actually still attached to that same way of being and way of doing so Correct. so yeah 
it's a process. <laughs> yeah, it, it always is. And it's a never ending one. So I agree with you on that. So for the sake of like this container or, or the awareness around this issue, like does this feel complete for you or is there still something left outstanding? Um, what do you see? It, it's less about what I see and, and what you feel right now. Like to me, the pattern is very clear to me. Like I can see the domino that once you knock that domino out, it's going to open up so much expansion within your business. So it's clear to me, but it's irrelevant. What's clear to me. It's, it's more what's clear for you. So that's kind of why I'm asking, like, does it feel clear? Does it feel complete or is there still something left outstanding? No, it feels, it feels clear. I mean, I asked in case you were seeing something that I was not seeing, but no, it feels clear. Like you said, um, that that part of that pattern, let's say it's it's clear, it's clear that it's a process that I am in that process. But it was good to to understand many things like that of of creating that marketing or that putting myself out there to make it in, as a as a creation, as a cre creative thing, but also for people to to find the content and to and to find the work. Now on the process of finding people. I don't know if that is, if um, if we're talking about the same thing, the same patterns, or if that is a different thing, or if I don't know, um, how can I how can I ask that? Um, <sighs> well, what do you intuitively feel? Do you feel like they're related or not? Related the. So the question that I'm hearing, and again, you can correct me if if. I'm mishearing it is I understand that the fear of shining is really at the crux of this business hurdle of getting out there. Mm -hmm. Right. And to me, it seems like, okay, well, the follow up question then is, okay, fine, I can get out there and I can just put up all these things and I can overcome that fear, heal the wounding, et cetera. But then how do I find the people? that actually need me that, that, that how do i actually like go out and see where they are like is that your next question yes yes um yes absolutely i mean in the sense that i i want to work with creatives and people that are kind of more open to spirituality um and so yeah there's this idea of uh, of obviously that That they can, that they are available to. How can I say that? Because you know, there's these beliefs. It's a, it's a, it's a very healthy <laughs> belief. But you know, that creatives are have no no money or, or stuff like that. Um, but so I what's the internal feeling for you right now as you look for the words for the question? Yeah, the feeling is like. <laughs> It's like the thoughts are coming, but already have part of my brain saying, no, come on, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, yeah. so that's the thoughts. So good observation. And what's the feeling? Like what, what, what's the body feeling around finding the words to ask this question? Oh, wow. 
Yeah, the body feeling is, uh, it was trying to remember what I was feeling at the moment. Um, I don't know. Um, I can't remember right now, I'm sorry. Um, no, kind of a, a feeling of incertitude there, incertitude. Yeah, no, I don't know. I think I'm probably asking myself the question, answering probably myself as I am asking the question. Possibly. So again, from the outside looking in, you are presented with a mirror that allows you to see, okay, these woundings from the past around shining are really the thing that is operating in the background that is distorting my ability to create the business that I know I'm capable of, namely in the promotion and visibility section. Nobody knows about me. Nobody knows how good I actually am. Mm -hmm. As I am presented with that and about to move out of the container that grows that, mm -hmm. that transcends that, that moves that, mm -hmm. the first thing that comes up is essentially doubt. Even if I solve this, the people that I get to serve all don't have any money. Mm right yeah. to me this is the same or a similar limiting part of you that showed up with the whole 18 months comment here's a solution to my problem this is where i need to look that this is going to create the version of me that can solve this problem oh but that's okay like whatever like i'm kind of moving through this it's only taken me 18 months to like start a podcast now i'm going to move through that oh but what's like okay yeah we can do this and we can overcome this and transcend this but my people aren't going to buy this anyway <laughs> right at the prospect <laughs> of moving beyond this and essentially healing this wounding oh. do you see how then there's a deeper layer of freak out <laughs> that's like no 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 but this is gonna like don't don't go there Right. And so pervasive that it's actually blocking you. Somebody who's very intuitive. And I know just from talking to you, this is not your first foray into doing inner work. But like you can't even give me a concrete answer on what you're feeling. Right. Like yeah. it's blocking you from even accessing those parts. Yeah. So what comes up for you when I reflect that back? Wow. Well, that's really cool. <laughs> Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. Um, I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I, there I felt relieved kind of to hear you say all that and kind of seeing it. There was a sense of relief of like, yeah, stop that. <laughs> okay. So now just to kind of bring it more concretely, I'm going to ask you the same question. How is this a problem inside of your business? It's not, I mean, okay. yeah, it's, so it's in what way is it not? It's, it's a perception problem. It's not a problem. It's a perception of a problem. Um, mm -hmm. you know, it's my perception of my clients, what are they going to afford? Because all 
creatives are poor. <laughs> no, it's just a perception. But it's a perception of it's a perception of of the again. It's a perception of there is a problem there. It's a perception that that if I succeed, if I do well, negative things will come attached to that. It's a perception that. Um, Yeah, it's not. There's not a. There's no problem there. It's just. It's just my mind protecting me. It's just, but that doesn't mean there is a problem. Okay. And again, I'm just going to ask clarifying questions to make sure I understood you correctly. So, there's no problem because this is just a viewpoint, a worldview, and a perception, essentially limiting belief around who can or cannot afford me. Yes. Okay. And you don't see that as a problem inside of your business? No, yes, of course. If I mean, if I keep believing that, it creates a problem. Absolutely. And it's okay. been- So what problem does that create? Um, what problem does that create? It creates the problem that I cannot put myself out there, that I, that I just don't, share my work that that so i can pause right there is that really true no like the perception that creatives don't have money to pay me for my services that's what's going to stop you from being visible no okay. i mean you can't stop me potentially potentially. So potentially you can create <laughs> a thousand hours worth of content to release for free this year mm. and creatives still won't be able to pay you so yeah. is creatives can't pay me actually related to your visibility no not at all not at all okay at all. so why is that perception a problem inside of your business what is that perception a problem inside of the business out of the business so if i carry this view i don't transcend it i don't break this limiting belief or put a different way i've carried this perception because it just came out right now so clearly it's been operating in the background how is it a problem inside of your business right now well right now yeah right now that belief does create a problem because then it means that it's not that i'm not going to put myself out there but i'm not going to try hard to to market my things um and the thing is that i don't want to go energetically but if energetically i don't feel like the people are there it's like i'm already blocking it for it to flow and, and kind of for people to yeah to find the right find the, you know, the right people but people that can obviously uh afford that so if i can just add to that and you can let me know if this resonates yeah my fears around shining my light invisibility create the problem in my business that nobody's going to ever find me my limiting belief that creatives can't afford what I do is a sales problem. 
everybody's going to find me, but nobody can buy what I offer. So what's the point of doing all this work for people to find me? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So now if you rewind this conversation, when I originally asked you this new limiting belief that came up, is it actually a problem? Your immediate response was no, this is not a problem at all. Oh, okay. Um, okay, okay. And if it was a miscommunication, I'm happy with that too. No, 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 it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not. Of course, it's completely a problem. I was trying to, to think what, where, where did my brain went at that moment uh, to say that it wasn't a problem. Yeah, so the yeah. reason why I've asked you this question, and I'm really like anal about diving Go deeper into this, yeah. is your default to hide the truth from yourself is very insidious because literally the, this one like the attitude was very innocent oh this is just a perspective like it's not a problem at all right it's a massive problem because it literally paints the picture of how can i possibly experience abundance in my business mm -hmm. if even if i overcome my fear of visibility Mm -hmm. yeah. And I create marketing that is art. Yeah. What's the point? Nobody can actually afford yeah. what it is that I do. Right. And this is not going into even deeper things that the, the reason and the way that we got to that conclusion mm. was because I had to hold up the mirror and tell you look at how quickly another part of you just puts a veil on your perception. And just basically gives you a very rational reason. Like, oh, don't look there. That's fine. Just go, go over there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And this part exists for good reason. Because I know it's trying to protect you from truth, from emotional pain. And, you know, we can go down the road of like, how old is this part, etc. That's yeah. the process of healing this part. Mm. But in this present moment to the adult version of you, mm. it's an extremely dangerous attitude that you've experienced is costing you 18 months of, I'm gonna call it for lack of a better word, low grade effort. Because I think if you could show up in the way that you create art privately, you would see a lot more abundance mm. in your business. Yeah. But this protective covering part mm. is a big contributor to you not realizing the patterns that I from the outside looking in could hold the mirror to you to see. So Absolutely. what lands for you there? Oh my God. Like a bucket of coal. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot coming your way. So I acknowledge no, that I as well. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Honestly, that's that's what I need with my when I'm coached. Um it's yeah, it's it's kind of showing me in a clearer way my defenses mechanisms um and how they operate and how sometimes i can try to rationalize it like i did when like no i don't have a problem because it's probably a way of perspective but if i remove the perspective then it's not a problem but i was going already too far before we need to accept that there is a pro it, it is a problem right and then let's do the over rationalizing it later which I tend to over-rationalize too quickly before saying like, no, it is a problem. And um, 
and it all stems with the protection of of what we all yeah of, of what we humans do trying to protect ourselves in very creative ways and finding different ideas that will just make us feel protected and and right. the idea that that is not true now i'm thinking about it of the clients that is not true then i feel nervousness and i just yeah. felt nervous because like oh sh sh can, can i no i cannot swear by, by all means you can swear yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. like oh shit that means that <laughs> i'm gonna be well you know it means that i can now receive business and stuff and grow and and grow and so sad yeah now and then just i'm gonna pause you right there because now that's another layer right because that's actually the first feeling word you've mentioned all like this whole conversation i actually feel nervous so yeah. now there's this whole freak out about the fear of success right so now what does it mean to hold the responsibility of everybody looking at me? What does it feel to hold the responsibility of dealing with haters? What does it feel like, you know, now it's really opening up what the fear actually is beyond the protections. So I'd love to dive deeper into that too, but this is going to be outside the scope of like what we can do here. Um, but just to close off this conversation, like, does that feel complete for you as far as like the clarity on like what the real business problems are and how you're contributing to them? Yes. And I'm sorry for the noise. Um, yes, it definitely, it, it has a lot of clarity there. Thank you so much. Like a lot, a lot, a lot, like seeing the whole thing and kind of, because you took me out, put me outside of it and you laid it out on the table and that was quite helpful kind of to see it from that distance and um, so it's it, that's amazing Absolutely. you're very welcome um and then if you could just summarize for us in your own words right like what did you think your initial business problems were and then through this conversation what were like your aha moments or connections about what are the actual inner limitations contributing to it I never realized how those questions at the end are so daunting because <laughs> we ask it to clients but then when it's our turn it's like oh yeah yeah it's much more fun on this end than the other i agree <laughs> i've been in both but yeah much more fun on this side. <laughs> yeah. uh so so the problems that i had at the start was kind of these that i had identified for a long time this fear of putting myself out there and succeed and and the problem of me needing to protect myself at all costs from the outside world, from, from sharing my business, from growing, from succeeding, which created other beliefs, like the, my clients have no money. And, and now the, the big realizations have been, I guess, just that, just, just how we think we have identified how we protect ourselves, but then there are so many layers there as well that can be just a small thought just a small feeling uh that i didn't felt at the beginning and but then after when it was laid out then it came through kind of that nervousness or that something um so how we can even cover those feelings at that moment um but there are moments have been to yeah those seeing the patterns it's hard it's gonna be hard to put my to put it on words but i've kind of 
kind of see it and feel it kind of the, the patterns that I was creating for myself to protect myself, how effective they were and how they were a problem for my business <laughs> and how um, but that pattern it can help me to uncover more patterns uh, along the line so that was very helpful incredibly helpful and um, and just just feeling the untruth of the situations more than just knowing it rationally but kind of feeling into it beautiful so thank you very much for thank you. the summary and uh if you can then just close us off let everybody know where to find you who's the best person to find you here's your opportunity to practice being visible <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> sure so thank you so much this has been absolutely amazing uh i loved it and i people can find my work in uh in my podcast called the flow of life in spotify apple and many other places you can search it and also on facebook and linkedin and my own website elena carrizos coaching elena carrizosa.com beautiful well as always we'll include that in the show notes ab helena thank you very much for coming on and being as vulnerable as you were and as always for everybody else listening we'll see you on the next one thank you so much mm -hmm.